So if you use your downs, you got to be fucking interesting <laughs> doing this, right? <laughs> you just fucking make shit up, all right? Oh, okay. We've got to get these views going. No one's watching this shit. Right? <laughs> Look at all this gear I have. And it doesn't get used. All you know the gear, I mean? no idea. It's all for nothing. <laughs> all the gear, no idea. Yeah, everything's recording. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the PowerPod. Fucking juiciest podcast on the internet. Today, I'm joined by another Englishman. My good friend Dan. Dan is here. How are you doing, Dan? Very good. How are you? I'm good. Off, off the back of us, another sober weekend, both of us, which is great. Um, I know we chatted a lot about you. Uh, you're, you've taken a rest on the alcohol lately. Yeah, I think the the last night out was I was with you, Anto, and the girls, really. Was that when you and Anto uh, fought on the floor? Yeah, like, yeah we were rolling around like Oh, kids. that was good. Uh, that was funny. That was lit, man, um, yeah. I think it was Halloween, so what's that? Five, five six months away? Jesus, yeah, yeah, November, December, January, February, March, yeah, five months in. Yeah. Fucking these six, good man. Right. How are you feeling? What was it? What are the biggest, like, noticeable changes? Everything. Yeah. Uh, it's a massive, massive change in my life. Let me pull um, that closer to you if you yeah. want. Huge, huge change in my life. Um, from, you know, being sociable, from what you're getting up to, from how your mind works, from how productive you are. Um, it wasn't just a, a stop drinking th- for me. It was uh, a huge lifestyle with injury. Um, and, you know, I've drank and partied ever since I was 16, 17, probably every weekend by one month, mm. uh, which was a dry January in like 2019, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, very I, was, vividly. I, was in, I was in the hospital for three months, couldn't, couldn't get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, so I remember that quite vividly. Um, but apart from that, I've, you know, I've always enjoyed drinking, always enjoyed going out. Um, but yeah, I just knocked it on the head for sort of injury purposes, which mm. I'm sure we'll go into a little bit later. And did you, uh, did you notice, like, I guess the big, I guess at this age it's still different because when you're like 16 going through, that's how you're, that's how you socialize, or at yes. least in Ireland is, it's alcohol yeah. is how you socialize. So I, I imagine at 17, if you were like, boys, I'm, I'm actually off the drink now. <laughs> you they, won't have any friends. And they go, <laughs> right, well, we're going out. So yeah. you can do whatever you want. But like, uh, for me, it would have been like social suicide to be like, actually, lads, I'm yeah. off, them off the boost. Yeah. Yeah, at seventeen. Like apart from when you get your first car, yes, you, you, just, <laughs> you just drive around everywhere. Yes, I do safely. Yeah. Yes, never under the influence. No, I get arrested. Like, <laughs> uh, but they have um, like even for me at like seventeen, eighteen, in Ireland, I'm sure it's the exact same. Where are you from originally in England? Manchester. Manchester. Yeah. My favorite band's Manchester. Is it nineteen seventy five? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Oasis, then you've let me know. Actually, hold no, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Slide away. We talk about that after. Manchester is yeah. such a good hope for music, man. Holy Amazing. shit. Unreal. Um, shit football team. Terrible. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, like when you said, for for me, it would have been like detrimental to my like social circle to stop drinking. Yeah. But now at 28, for me anyway, I'm like... I can see a world now where 30 on, I'm like, I don't need to drink anymore, lads. Yeah, it's, um, I'm 31. Um, I feel like I kind of took the health the health route. I wanted to be as healthy as possibly could. Um, I was about to take some guidance from a nutritionist and from a doctor with my back. Mm. And with uh, everything that was going on in my life, they, look, they looked at every angle. Um, quite an intense overview of sort of what you're doing. And I knew that getting involved with these guys and going through that process, they were going to say, stop drinking. Yeah. So I stopped drinking in the October and started with these guys in the December. Mm. And honestly, it's, it's like, have you seen the film Limitless? Yeah, yeah. Where his eyes just go. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Everything's more colourful. Mm. Uh, from, f- everything's just 10 times better. You know, you, you see things more clearly. You, for me as well, uh, dealt with emotions. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. As yeah, a yeah. as a, as a bloke, you kind of just bottle, bottle them all up. Mm. Um, dealt with emotions, drain um, them almost like yeah. My, see a lot of people do, you know. And even from a relationship point of view, with me and the missus, thousand times better. Mm. You know, thousand times better. Um, so yeah, it's like like a little light bulb comes on, mm. and you're you, literally. I'm like nearly six months in now. I'm thinking, what have I been doing? And do you find uh, number one? Is there any is there any aspects of it that you miss? Is it like do you miss? Like having a drink, or was it more like this, like the social side that comes with that? You're like, ah, oh, that's fun. I don't know because I love. I've done so much in the last few months, which always revolved around drinking, mm. but I haven't drank, mm. and it's been ten times better. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, it's, I, I everyone who says that would be like, I don't believe you. Honestly, yeah. You know, from traveling, we went to city break to Amsterdam. We had four days of 
absolute chaos. We did so much. Mm. Went to see Chris Brown. Yeah. I was like drinking Red Bull like it was going out of fashion. Yeah. I was buzzing. It was great. And you're not in you're not in fucking total bits. Like, you know, when you go on a holiday yeah. and you go out the first night you get there first and you're like, night, man, you, I'm you ruin everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, you go up the next day, you're not like the at least when I used to go away with the lads, the 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 stuff you do during the day is the shit you do just to kind of clear time until yeah. it's time to start drinking. Yeah. And now that becomes like the forefront of the holiday, you get to enjoy that more. That's fucking sick, man. I'm I as as I said since moving over here our alcohol consumption went way down because yeah. in dublin probably the same as, as manny like it's it's kind of we'll go grab a pint and that pint turns into whatever feed a pint and then especially around golf is you know it's one of my questions yeah, yeah you know you yeah, play, one, you, is, every is, time as soon yeah, as you finish yeah, yeah. golf especially out here it's so sunny it's so nice that's all you do afterwards you just drink my uh one of my favorite like one of the fact like golf beers is best unbelievable so you like do you i wonder if you if you could see when you're like, like, could you see the the appeal of like one or two uh, when you when you're like watching or playing playing around or something like that? Or are you just like, fuck it, I don't need it. I'm I'm good now. I am the biggest all or nothing yeah, yeah, guy yeah. ever. Interesting, yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. Um, and I suppose that goes back to my roots of golf because I tra- I trained hard, practiced every day, 10, 12 hours a day, just mm. hitting golf balls, playing, and that aspect of my um, sort of childhood and early adolescence mm. is it's gone into every aspect of my life like i won't do anything half-hearted yeah i'd rather do it 100 percent, 110 percent, or not do it all. it's a blessing and a curse like you do it yeah, so exactly. good in some things but you gotta keep it exactly but if you can learn to like utilize when that when's that apply and when it's not applied you're fucking yeah laughing that, man that's where this um uh, health consultant and a doctor has really allowed me to understand where i need to try hard and, and where i don't related to, to injury what were the some of the notes they gave you when you had your checkup around the alcohol were they like you they like was there any effects they noticed or were they just like probably the calories and shit you get from drinking all that kind of shit you're not able to it was more it was more of me yeah i i knew yeah that alcohol was one of the worst things for you mm. um i've dieted and trained pretty much all my life mm. i've my, my degree is in sports science with golf so i knew i know the effects of what you eat yeah, 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 and what you drink yeah. happens to not just your body, to your mind, the mm. after effects, mm. you know. Um, and they've so I kind of knew what I was signing up for before I, I got yeah. involved with these guys, and yeah. we're three months in, and uh, you know the the results are uh, not necessarily. I'd say ninety ninety nine percent of what I went to these guys was was injury based. Mm. I am in a, a terrible, terrible back pain all the time, mm. and three months later. I'm running around, cycling 50k, I'm walking up and down the stairs, you know, I'm lifting heavy, Mm. but correctly, Mm. and I'm learning when to go hard and when to go my 100 mile an hour, Mm. 110%, and when to just... Give me 10 points. (laughs) Well, even that relates to my drinking as well. If I, I even say say to my missus and all my family members that I don't see the point in having one or two, I'll have 20 and just go and have a good night yeah. and then recover. But the recovery with my injury ended up being three, four days. Mm. And it wasn't just a, I'm hungover. It was, I can't move. I can't get out of bed. Yeah, so it's I can't, get, so up the, I can't get up the stairs. Mm. So I had to, um, I just re- reevaluate, you know, and then stop drinking, get involved with these guys and it was good. And did, uh, I, this is, it's, it's, I've, I've kind of had much milder issues with my back in terms of like, mm. more so like mobility issues, like my hip yeah. mobility, stuff like that. And when I played golf, just from the the light playing we do, but like if I ever played in eighteen, the the my pain in my hips and my lower back after a round of eighteen, mm. uh, purely through I guess the rotation of the hips and they, yeah. like using muscles that you rarely use otherwise. Yeah. I can't imagine how, like, I get that on such a small basis. You're the pain you must have been in. Like you see Tiger with his his issues with his back. Yeah. So like I presume it's quite common for for golfers to deal with like lower pain like in their back and then injuries in general. Well, there's the generation of golfer that I was in was you literally practice till your hands bleed. Mm. You know, that was it. Mm. There was no go and see a physio, even if there's nothing wrong with you. Mm. Whereas today's era is make sure that you are basically a physical athlete before you're a golf professional. Make sure that every part of your body is 100% mm. and then you put the work in. You don't see the... Uh you, you don't see the John Daly's and shit of the world anymore. anymore. Like Rory's fucking stacked. Nah. Well, the way you got to look at it from what, what, what most people will see is the um, 
you look at Ronaldo and Bale, mm. the way their generation in 10 years just went from skinny footballers mm. to absolute units. I think he, uh, it, I think that's, it's, it's going across the board now, the whole like, the the standard of athletes, but... It, Much higher. Like, it, it's incredible because golf is the only, one of the only sports where, I guess there's multiple like any of the hitting sports, but you see monsters, you drive the ball, like huge physical specimens drive the ball incredible distances mm-hmm. and like obviously their physical strength has a, a part to play in that but then you see like these Bubba Watson these like all technique thin lads that's what I mean yeah, so it's all technique and did you um did you find when you were younger like did you play multiple sports and then golf was the one when you started playing you were like this yeah, this played, could be the one for me played everything um football basketball it's not because it wouldn't be the traditional like for, come from Manchester people would be like football football yeah yeah did a lot did a lot of football as a kid I think I was uh center back or something stick, no stick I was midfield and then keeper and Left back, lo- loads of different positions. Um, picked up a golf club when I was about seven or eight, but then it got to about twelve or thirteen, and I just started getting really good, mm. and I could hit it further than like the lads my age. Mm. And so yeah, it's all about technique. And that was immediate, almost not immediate, but you felt like you clearly had a, a some sort of knack for it, even the way like you were striking the ball and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a little bit of a, a little bit of edge, mm. um, but it was it, it never came. It wasn't like oh, it was natural. Yeah. It, it, it was like I just got hooked on it and did you ever did, I presume it's much more enjoyable uh, if you had a few mates that also played but yeah. did you find that you were like did you spend I presume the range is obviously time spent on your own but did you have a crew of mates you could go play with and do rounds with yeah so I did uh, I did my work experience at 13-14 at the golf club where I was a member mm. so I knew everyone there mm. there was a good group of like five, six, seven, eight lads similar age load of older lads load of younger lads Played every Sunday, played every Saturday, um, played Wednesday, Thursday, and then ended up from 15 leaving school, working at that golf club, mm. um, doing a bit of college, and then I just, just yeah, a bit. just a bit, <laughs> yeah, just a bit of college. Because um, the best thing about the PGA was you, you had to be a, a PGA degree, you had to be a certain level of golfer, mm. um, and then it's like a three and a half, four year degree, mm. and um. It was hard, man. Mm. It's not. It's not like it's not easy. Just because you're a good golfer doesn't mean like oh, you can be a fully qualified golf pro or see, PGA pro. See, like. that's that's where for me now, and like something I'd love to get more clarity on with you is I've played with lads who play off like three or four or five, mm. maybe some, maybe like some lower down. And my dad would definitely know some scratch golfers. Yeah, and even he's like these lads are great some of them are like older lads yeah. and I, for me it's hard to understand is how much of a gap there is between scratch golfers mm-hmm. and pro level like pga is it is it that big a gap or is it in there it's like you know there's a huge amount of other things that come with it but is there is the level massively different between a yeah. scratch yeah, is it really yeah it's huge Fuck. like i <laughs> fucked man I, <laughs> play, play, off, play off 35 or something like that I got down to, um, I was playing scratch golf by around 16, 17. But and that means you're going around evens. Yeah, so I, I was going around level par around 16, 17. Mm. Um, but my handicap, I couldn't get my handicap down quick enough mm. because there was only certain you know competitions and things like that at the golf club and things like that. So then by the time I got to like 18, I got to down to three. Mm. And then you can do the PGA degree off three. So I turned pro straight away. And I wanted the teaching qualification and the qualification behind me, because when you when you look at it from a playing perspective, I had to work. Yeah, I had to. I had to. I had a job. You yeah. know, I worked at the golf club. It's not like I could just be like, oh, mum, dad, will you fund me for the next five years to see if I can be go- be a good golfer? Yeah, because I can't. Dad, dad, I need trolley money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, can you pay for my Mars bars and everything? So I had oh, a paper yeah. round from like thirteen. Like I just funded my way. You know, my parents were brilliant and supported everything that I did. Um, but I wanted to, you know, I wanted to work and I worked at the golf club, did everything as a young lad. Um, but there was a, a good example for you. There was a lad who was always, always the same, let's say level, mm. but he always beat me, mm. right? All the way from being like from 12, 13, he was always a little bit better and we were the same age and we did the same tournaments all the time, but he'd always beat me. And uh, it got to like, quite a few years down the line when we're like 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 and I was like I'm always getting beat by this lad and he didn't have a job all he did was play golf and he probably had like you know had wealthy parents yeah yeah, who were yeah like yeah. get out there and chase yeah. your dreams just, yeah, yeah. Just, exactly so I was quite a realist and understood that you know if you go if you look at the way 
the golfing sort of system is in terms of playing professionals, mm. it's exactly like League Three to Premiership. Do you know how hard League Three is? The jump, yeah, the, Mate, and that's even that's that League Three yeah. was ten thousand times better than any anything that I'd ever played in. Mm. Playing that level consistently, not saying that I couldn't do it. Mm. I was pretty good. Mm. Um, or I hope I still am pretty good mm. with my after my injury gets better. Uh, but yeah, it was. You've got to understand that everyone can hit a ball. Everyone, you know, I hit it quite far. Hit it about three hundred and thirty yards. Ball speed of about, people who don't know that's yeah it's far. Like. Yeah. Ball speed of about 190. Mm. So club speed's up there, 120s. Mm. So I can hit it quite far. Mm. Um, same as like the TV guys do, same distances. But it's what's in here. Mm. It's what's between your ears. What, I, uh, I watched the um, the show Full Swing. Did you watch that on Netflix? No, I couldn't. I couldn't. It kills me. So, oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I, 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 have, I have some. I, I'd love to get your thoughts. It gave me a, a, a clear idea of what like life as a pro really is. It was very it was so surprising, and a number of things surprised me. But before we get to that, did you? Um, what kind of happened in that period? So you're you're playing. You're working your way towards. Was the goal to be a pro? You want to play pro golf? Like back when you were younger. I, I seen the business side. Yeah. All I've ever, all I've ever done in the sort of in my life is just trying to earn a little bit more money, a little bit more money. And mm. I saw the teaching side, and I got approached by a coach. Who, is it good money there? Probably very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. You know, very very good. And I seen this head pro who was had his own studio, had really nice cars. Mm. He had like a football team of kids. You know, he had a fantastic salary from the golf club. And I, you know, as a young lad, you sort of thinking that's not a bad level, that. Um, obviously the job's quite seasonal, so then he took the that out of the out of the concept and got an indoor studio. Um, and then yeah, I did I did really well. I ended up teaching at a driving range, and then the golf club that I was a member at as a as a young lad, I ended up being the youngest head pro there at 22. So I finished all my qualifications and managed to managed to uh, I don't know how, but I'm never no one's ever gonna take this away from me. Sorry, I'm um, just gonna look at your qualifications yeah, there. There's a few a, uh, yeah. a few inconsistencies. You're like uh-huh. who's this? You're like, no no, I'm all done, mate. No, I'm all yeah, done. Yeah, literally I boxed it all off. I was very young when I started the PGA degree. Mm. Uh, finished it on time. Mm. Um, got all your, your past merits to distinctions all the way through. Um, and yeah, I managed to get a get a head pros job at the golf club in Manchester where I was a junior. And it's quite renowned for the Manchester United old boys. So, oh, are they? Uh, that's where they played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who um, have you met? Who have you met out of those lads? Um, oh, old footballers like who can, Tony, who Tony can golf? Dunn, uh, Sandy Busby. Really? Yeah, Fuck yeah. Hell. There's a tournament there, Matt Busby Cup. You know that kind of stuff. All that crowd. Um, uh, a bit of tipping maybe going on. Is there a bit of that in, in your game? Did you like caddy at all, or were you? Sh- no, I never caddy. Yeah, never, never caddy. ever, never ever. No, never caddy. It wasn't that. Uh, it wasn't that elite. Mm. So that's like a country club. Level. Oh, sorry. Because so, yeah, yeah. when we when we, I went away, the lads have heard the story before. But when I went away with two of my mates, we worked on a golf course called yeah. Glen Oaks on Long Island, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was uh, like don't let the fucking members see you. Yeah. Right. If someone's teeing off, get in the, like literally they'd be like, get in the bushes. Yeah. I don't want anyone because they would, they'd call and be like, hi, hey, hi there. We saw t- um, two fat white fucking guys cleaning one of the bunkers. I could fucking see them when I'm teeing off. They'd say that back and then my, my I'd like, he'd go, I'm so sorry. I'll do it right now. And then the walk tag go, Sam, you fucking fat fuck. What are you doing? I was a tubby kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'd be there like, man, it's 35 degrees. These bungers are like glass. It's like a, it's like an, an oven in there. And I'm like sweating like, sorry guys, trying to get past, trying to get my work done. He goes, if I fucking hear of your fat ass yeah. in being seen again, you're out of here. And I'm yeah. like, God. So like, that was the like highest, that was probably the highest quality golf club I've ever been at. Yeah, that's but next level. the lads, the caddies there would come out, hung off their face, but he'd be like, I have to be here because I've got a five lads working like stocks in manhattan and they're going to tip me like yeah 150 a bag yeah, yeah, yeah. on top of whatever i get that's mega so i for me i always thought caddies is a good place to be but i suppose it depends massively on where where you're caddying you know depends, yeah where you're caddying what you do yeah, like yeah, yeah. i i was so hooked on playing and the business side mm-hmm. um when i got the head pros job uh me and my my old man my dad we built an indoor studio mm-hmm um and it was unreal mm. it was i had i had a fantastic 12 months mm. um and unfortunately uh the the i had a retail shop golf studio i was playing with all the members doing everything like it was absolutely perfect I had my own little spot mm. 
PJ professional Dan Hartley. Yeah, yeah. like that. Love it. Like Little that. Name was on the just, board. Just, just straightening it up there when they come in. Yeah. There you go. And then after, unfortunately, after 12, 30 months, uh, it burnt down. What? Someone dropped, um, you know, like at golf clubs, there's like a landlord. Yeah. Uh, and he was a bit on the booze one night, dropped a cigarette. Everything went. All my, all the stock, all my clubs, all my equipment, all my, all my, everything, the studio, everything went in the blink of an eye like that. So that was a, a an up and down Did you moment. Ins- insurance or anything on that? Ah, they found a way out. To, it, it, it ruined the golf thing for me. Uh, it really did. Um, unfortunately, you didn't know that, did you? No, man. Yeah, not not a lot of people do. Fuck, yeah. man. And that, unfortunately, that was my first uh, my first ever pause with golf. I ended up, uh, I had three four months. Didn't have a didn't have a clue what to do because it burnt down in winter, and golf in the UK in winter is, is non-existent. Yes. It's a six month of the year job you have it you have an indoor teaching studio to get you through those months and you go ham you go yeah and then the summers you go go summers you go hell for leather um and yeah it just it just it was it was it was bad but everything happens for a reason i wouldn't be you know there was this it's fucking i'm sure i'm sure at the time you were like i had a different look at it but i suppose everything you know as you said everything happens for a reason and things Mm. change but like that's fucking heartbreaking man it was it killed me um you know at the time i was watching it i got a call i woke up to 50 missed calls and I, I thought someone had died yeah yeah, yeah. you know um uh, you know i missed calls from my mom dad stepmom stepdad and i was like right none of them four have gone yeah yeah, yeah. Right? you know what's happened to my brother or yeah, my sister yeah, yeah, and then yeah, anyway yeah. mum got older me like half eight in the yeah. morning and she went oh dan it's all gone it's burnt down and i was like what the fuck so gets in the car uh and you know just for reference, how much like how much do you think you had put into that like uh, as a place between like the kit, like clubs, all that stuff? Like, uh, it was it built up over time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's you, like for me, if I had a podcast studio and then one day oh, that yeah. burns up all my shit, everything, cameras. Yeah. Well, the, the the hardest thing was was if there was, you know, when you're when you're buying stock, you know, you you look into. Have you ever been golf friends? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah. half of one of them I had. Yeah. Half of one of them. See, have you seen the studio? Yeah. Full one of them, all the kit. Um, and yeah, it just went fucking hell. horrible. But I remember, uh, I remember being stood there in the car park, and I was just, and the only thing I retrieved from the wreck was my three iron head, because it, everything had melted, yeah. everything had gone, mm. and I just had one head, and it's at home in Sydney, you have it somewhere. Still? Yeah, it's somewhere. I use it as a paperweight. Resilient yeah. <laughs> fucker. Like. But yeah, it was, and I remember I was stood in the car park watching it, and it was, it was burning for four days. Oh man. Mate, it's all over the news in yeah. Manchester. And I was literally, I stood there and I was just literally like, my world was ending. I was like, what the fuck? And uh, there was this little little woman, she must have been about four foot five, and she went, don't worry, love, everything happens for a reason. And I was literally like, wrong time to be saying that to me, fuck, girl. Fuck, like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck the three iron out like. Yeah, I was literally like, wrong time to say it. Um, but yeah, that was the first, that was the first end to the golf. Um, I then got blagged into recruitment mm. and did two and a half years in in the recruitment industry and you've gone from like i presume at the time when you were doing the golf you're like fuck this is my passion and i'm making money out of this is loved it it wasn't is, work yeah yeah, yeah. No, no, no nothing was work i, I, I honestly i got to 23 mm-hmm. and i felt i didn't feel like i'd worked so oh, it's no. so rare man do you yeah. know what i mean it's unheard of like yeah. loved uh, every minute and the uh yeah, man, and then I presume the, the recruitment side, how in in terms of level of satisfaction from that versus the golf, like, uh, <laughs> hardcore, yeah, man, brutal. I ended up at a recruitment firm. Um, ironically, honestly, so I ended up at a recruitment firm that were like dog eat dog at the top. Uh, what they did, and I was a consultant to a new manager, um, and I was his first consultant, and it didn't work out for whatever reason. And then literally two years ago, I'd seen him around here and he apologized to me. Oh fuck. Yeah. He went, look, I'm really sorry. Uh, I made every error under the sun with you. And, um, nice of him to admit at the other side of it, but yeah, mm. you know, he's, he's absolutely smashing it in life as well. Oh, is he? Oh yeah. He's like director and everything. But he said to me, he was like, look, I made every mistake under the sun with you. You're my first guy. Uh, I can't apologize enough. And I just knew that first job, it didn't, it didn't sit right. I was doing, coming in at half seven, leaving at half eight. You know, I didn't get a deal for like five, six months. And then once the deal started rolling in, it just didn't, it didn't flow. 
So then I went to another type of recruitment company, um, completely opposite sectors, completely opposite style, much more relaxed, much easier hours. And then I did did all right. I, I enjoyed it. And then I ended up just saving all my holidays up and going away for a month. And I went to Thailand on my own. And a gap year. Little, and a gap little, year. little sabbatical. Oh, I've got to find myself. Yeah, I got to, no. Benke. Benke. The real part, it's yeah. funny. And I just thought, I remember meeting this uh, this Aussie lad and was just sat talking to him and he went, if your passion's golf, why are you stuck in an office? Mm. You know, you get to meet these people they all ask you about, you know, it's kind of, it was a kind of a finding moment. You surf every day and sell shells. Yeah, literally. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, what you doing, mate? How you going? Why are you doing, mate? Why are you, uh, on the water? Why are you said answering the phone? What are you on the blowers for? If you, if you like the golf. We had them on the beach, mate. So, did that little, little trip, four weeks, um, come back, quit, moved it. Yeah. Oh fuck! It was that quick. Quick. Yeah. Literally. And winged it. Fuck. See, you were you were cursed because you did. It's kind of like me. It's I suppose you 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 did the thing you love first. Yeah. So now you go and fucking try. Yeah. Nine other things. You're like fuck, man. I had the best gig. Yeah. And now I have I, fucking. I loved it. Yeah. So like it's so hard. How the it. fuck are you supposed to try and get that back when you're like that was it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, I kind of said to myself, I was like. The, the reason why I didn't go straight back into it was because it was it was like November December when it when it burnt down I think um, and then I got the job in recruitment in like the February it was the worst time I need to fucking make money do you well, know what I mean exactly yeah. it was like the worst time to try and get a job in golf in the UK um, because it's freezing you know you, you, have you ever stood outside oh, mate, we, my, all night I, I, go I go golf with my dad well, me and my dad and my brother will go on like a Thursday and just like wind we're all in like our rain yeah. and I'm like this is this isn't golf. brutal this isn't this and then is you, play, you play over here and everyone's like yeah. just cervezas and I'm like yeah different this is the way golf was meant to be played like. so I said to myself if I'm going to get back into it got to do it in the sun have to do it in the sun Um, come over here um, I had a friend who lived with his parents kind of sofa busked me as, me yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of sofa helped a little bit um and then just did loads of bar work got carried away with the way life is out of here had a fantastic summer um shamefully i'll admit i worked in the knickers yeah <laughs> what a laugh that's where they the, the lads went on saturday yeah. and everyone except fucking anto yeah. is like Man, why are we here? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, and he's like lads, every time we go around, I was like, we go to Linekers. Loved it. Linekers. It was one of the best, yeah, no best things I've ever done. Like, it's, like, it is, I, I went once and I was like, I get this. Yeah. This is the buzz. But like every night, I was like, and we'll just go by Linekers yeah. for a couple. It's funny. As a, I, can't, I was kind of, um, I was kind of rebelling off mm. the, the two and a half years sat in an office. Mm. I was living life. It was fantastic. Mm. Earning a bit of cash. It was great. Yeah. Um, and just, just enjoyed it and then the the winter came here mm. and i was like i didn't know anything but the port life mm. so that was a shock yeah that was my first winter. Port life yeah, yeah. that was a massive shock i didn't know any i didn't know anything that i know now about the way the area is mm. didn't have any means of travel um and survived that first winter um just i mean like very just i'd got another job uh, in in bars uh, in the port, but more of a cocktail bar, so it was a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. What was the spot? Would I know? Bijou. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was nice yeah, and chilled. Yeah, where? Um, yeah, yeah. That was good. Um, so then I did. Uh, I did the summer in there, and then started to started teaching that summer, um, and I was just hooked again. Back to hooked. Started teaching again. Instantly started playing again. Um, borrowed some clubs. Could, could buy some clubs. How was it when you came back? Like a glove when you came back in? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was doddle. It was doddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, loved it. And then you got the weather. And then you know the way I looked at it, it was ended up with different bar jobs in a lower. And the way I looked at it was our bar shift is an hour golf coaching. Mm. So I was like, Do it. start coaching again. Got all my PGA quality, got my, my uh, subscription back. Got everything sort of lined up. Mm. And then I had a, a solid, solid, solid 18 months of, of just, just teaching, playing. It was great. We'll, we'll get back into this now. I want to reset the cameras quickly. Yeah. But like, the end of this half, fucking unreal, you're back into golf. We'll talk about it more. Yeah. Unreal. Hello. All right, we're back. Uh, man, so you've got back into golf. Yep. Playing again. Absolutely. And uh, now that you're back at it, what would your, uh, what would your let's say, 
next like two or three year plan be in the golf on the golf scene? What would you like to do? Well, it went to it came to a bit of a halt again. Oh sweet Jesus! Um, so burnt, I was burnt down. <laughs> the nah, this, this one didn't burn down. Um, so I I was playing quite regularly, three four times a week. Mm. I was teaching 30, 40 people a week. Built it up massive. Did really really good. Did a lot of free stuff to build up my clients. Um, Meet the pro. Game. I know that game. It works. That's you it. know, That's and, why, yeah. and any anyone who is looking to start a service type business, give your time away for free. People will respect it. They'll appreciate it. And they will come back because if you're willing to, if everyone thinks that all oh, their time is valuable, you know, things like that, mm. it's not, yeah. you know, unless, unless you can prove yourself. Are we, are we recording? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just shaking. That was a bit I of a nervous look. I have an issue looking, you know, um, if, you know, if, if it's new, if it's a new type of business, if it's a new kind of service, if you're a PT or whatever, you know, always offer a little bit of free whether it's 20 minutes, half an hour, because people appreciate it a lot. And I did a lot of work for free for months and I kept it up for a long time and it got me a lot of clients. And they can see, like, obviously this, it, it, it hinges on you being good at what you do. But if if yeah. if they're like, number one, geez, this guy's very good. And he's willing to give, to show how good he is in free time so that they can yeah. just analyze the whole thing. That's it. So much more likely to come back. Yeah. That's it. You know, with the way that, with the way the, the sort of the weather is out here, you don't, you don't really need a, a massive studio. Mm. You can literally be on the driving range with an iPad. You know, it's great. Is that the game now? Where everyone's got iPads now. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. literally, and it's it's just as clear as the twenty grand studio that you'd have to spend ten years ago. And it's do, mad. You, do you have a? This is interesting because I've kind of gone. I remember driving range back when there was no, literally just a driving range, yeah. and then the first thing that came in was you could load in all the balls, and there was an automatic tee. Yeah. And now you go in, and everyone's got like uh, some of the like the higher level ones have like the can track your. Club speed, yeah. all that kind of stuff, the whole yeah, way through. Both flight technology. So, is that would that would you say that's made your like your job, or I guess if you want to do this more, like you can offer so much more. Like, okay, your ball speed was here, and you adjusted your thing a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, do you like that? Do you, do you bit not gimmicky? Like that? Is it? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I can get you in the golf ball, maybe at the higher, maybe at the highest level, yes. it, it makes a big difference. Yeah, from but a like, from a fitting point of view, for Terry forty one, yeah. who wants to like, yeah, the, the, people swing. get obsessed with ball speed, club speed. My ball speed yeah. was 140. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah, gone yeah, 141. Mate, it rolled. It turns people into Arnold Schwarzenegger with a golf club. Mm. And you don't need to be like that. You don't need to. <laughs> it turns it to a bicep sport. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just absolutely licking it. Um, but yeah, man, I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I got approached by a radio show to do a podcast series. Yeah. I've yeah. done. Well, well, hold on. There might be yeah. another offer coming yeah. in. <laughs> I did. Uh, there's it's on YouTube. I uh, just searched Dan Hartley Golf, and there's six Seriously? episodes. Yeah, yeah. Purple yeah. Golf. Nice. Six like episodes, um, and you'll see my explanation at the start because a lot of people tend to teach the quick fix method. Mm. You know, if I can fix you now, you're going to come back. Whereas I'd break it down and say, you need to do grip, posture, ball position, rotation, arm swing understand build it up and everyone who followed that got me two three more clients because that guy would always win or that lady would always win yeah you know because um, that, that would be it they're like who's, he, who's, he, who's this guy training who's with this young lad stand uh, up in the thing and they go yeah that's it yeah i want to win yeah. yeah yeah um so then i was cracking on seeing a plane lesson one day uh, i just set up seven iron in my hand he was about 175 to the pin mm. went over bang collapsed just floored it um, the guy I was playing with uh, was a, I can't remember his name, it was Dave. Um, he ran over, thought I'd had a heart attack and my back just couldn't get up. And so, do you, do you know, do you know, like had you been having flare ups before that? No. Something L- happened? Little bit. Nothing like that. Though. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Um, so then kind of come to, got all right, started walking up about, I was all right. Um, and then a few days later, I was just... Uh, I can't remember what happened, but I just walked home, got in bed, and absolutely excruciating pain in my back. Mm. Collapsed out of bed, was being sick with the pain. Um, Bless my little five foot four missus. She had to carry me to yeah, hospital. I had to get her downstairs. Luckily, the geezer downstairs is a fireman. Yeah, yeah. So he had to, he had to carry me. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. he carried me into the car, and um, I was in a wheelchair in hospital. And they said, You're not leaving until you can walk out of here. And it was, I had, you know, uh, you know what an epidural is? Yeah, that's a, uh, like, pregnant. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah when women go into labor. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I had two of them, each cheek. Uh, not these cheeks, those cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just had wow. to, and that, that happened regularly 
for about six months. And what did they diagnose you with? They couldn't figure it out. Um, there was a small disc bulge, little movement there. And there was no nerves. It shouldn't have been. Like it shouldn't that. have been knocking you out the way it was. Like. Shouldn't be not. Yeah, the, the hardest thing was it was such a back problem. I'd gone through your health insurance, then I went private, and then I went private, private, and you know I'd gone. I spent years mm. trying to fix this, um, and I'm now with the two guys that I'm at, and they've uh, the my mobility coach. Uh, he's a jujitsu master legend. Uh, rolling around with him, doing stretching and things like that. He he called it straight away. He says you've got a QL problem. It's a quadratic lumborium muscle mm. in your back, yeah, which actually attaches to your nerves around your S one. Which would it, would you explain that, Lee? Yeah. So no fault by my by myself. Um, all I ever did was went to excuse me, went to back professionals, chiropractors, mm. osteopaths. Made me worse. You know, I was spending, you know, doing 20, 30, 40 sessions two, three times a week with these guys. And at yeah. the end of it, I'm like, I'm still sat here in pain. Like, mm. what? You know, I spent two, I spent two, three years in pain and I'm just getting out of it with the no alcohol, with the dieting, with the, you know, the right type of foods. I'm Body, on like mobility and strength and mobility, strength training. But the, the hardest thing is with the, when you have such a back injury, mate, it cripples your life. From from carrying the shopping, the smallest things, yeah, mate, to the biggest carrying things. the shopping, walk, walking uphill, having sex, it ruins everything. You can't do anything. Like yeah, it hop, abso- hop on top. Yeah. No, Snap. absolutely, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolute killer. Did, absolute killer. Did did they? He say it all. Like, do they think it's golf related at all? Like the rotation through that or anything? Oh, just something that fucking happens. Like, well, that's come to light recently mm-hmm. with the type of specialists that I've, I've spoken to um but 12 months ago bro i was getting tested for diseases for cancer for arthritis for diabetes i was going through the oh, i was going through the full lot because mm. they had no idea why i was in such pain yeah. and not saying that I've, i went to i went to physios when i went to all of them i must have tried 15 20 different guys and and no, nothing would, would, would help. You had an Asian woman walking on your back. Everything. Yeah, yeah, I, did, yeah. I did it all. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, had, I had the stones, I had the ties, I had the Asians, I had everything. I had, I had the Chinese I had acupuncture. I had the French lads. Hey, honestly, <laughs> hate the French. Hate the French. Yeah, <laughs> um, but honestly, I was, and what happened was I was, you know, life's a massive lesson and I was going through waves of trying to fix it and just crashing and burning. And I'm like, it's depressing and then again going through another wave so the last wave that i'm on was probably from the last 12 months of last march um i couldn't even lift a four kilo up without my back hurting i'd just gone into mm-hmm. shut i gone into shutdown mode mm-hmm. my body wasn't working put on loads of weight um and it was just getting worse and worse um so yeah i did sort of six months rehab training in the gym Started feeling better, back would go again. Started doing that, back would go again. Um, and my, the the chiropractor where I was going, um, cut long story short, my 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 dad had uh, too much iron in his blood. Mm. Uh, it's called hemochromatosis. Mm. So as his, as his lad, I had to get it checked out to make sure that I wasn't the same. So he has to give blood every couple of weeks mm. to, make, to get his iron released. Mm. Um, so as I'm going through every am- angle and every option, um, I get my bloods done and the, the, the nurse who, who did my bloods as part of the chiropractor clinic and I just said to her, I said, look, do you know any specialist that could advise me on different types of steroids, different types of um, uh, muscle repairing agents that obviously aren't going to be able to well, get you, through my health insurance? You, you've gone through obviously every, every, pro- angle, every other option. Every option. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, so I ended up on that route. And she was like, yeah, I've, I've passed me a, a contact details who I work now and I've now got a health consultant and a doctor who's at Curon who mm-hmm. are working privately with myself and they pick up different clients in injury related or health related. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that on its own has, has completely changed my life, mm-hmm. you know, um, massively for the better. So the goal now is to play golf again. Yeah. Here we go, man. Here we go. And in like this is quite interesting. I know you said you didn't watch it, but the 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 full swing doctor watched on Netflix. Obviously, it follows follows around a number of different players, mm. like amateurs all the way up to Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and all them. And the uh, 
the one thing, man, that kind of stood out to me is the fucking lifestyle of a pro golfer is tough, man. It's hard. Hard yeah. fucking graft. Like, mm-hmm. the, especially on the lower end. Like, I didn't realize as simple things as, like, if you don't make the cut, you don't get paid. Never. So, like, for, you obviously see the huge, like, when you watch, you see the huge purses and someone wins mm-hmm. five million, whatever it is. Yeah. But then you follow some of the lads who are struggling just to make the cut each time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I went home today, no money. But I had to do an Airbnb, I had to do flights, I had to stay out there. Yeah, All those still are costs. costs 20, 30 grand. Like your, your independent yeah. contractors as well, which a lot of people probably yeah. don't know about golfers, is yeah. that all your costs are your own. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, if you win, great, there's money coming in from there. But if you're just a guy trying to get on the tour or just trying to make way through it, yeah, you, you need a lot of money or you need to have money. another job or another form of income because it's not yeah. there. Like, Yeah, you've got it, it's... Um, it's, it's so hard mm. and I'm I'm not disappointed that I never tried I am happy with the fact that I understood yeah you know I wasn't naive enough to think that I could be the next Tiger Woods or Rory McIlroy yeah but both of those guys came from highly wealthy families mm. never had a job and played golf since they were two or three mm. I picked it up properly at like 11 yeah you and know? even is that would that is that considered late yeah Mate, so late, so late. Because that that seven, eight years, you're not just learning how to play. Yeah. You're learning how to psychologically deal with pressure. Yeah. People putting you off. Mm. People mind-fucking you. Mm. People going, ooh, that's a big one. Oh, don't miss that. We we watched, uh, there's a number of bits, but when... uh, one of the lads, I can't remember his name now for the life of me, some young lad, and he was was leading the... He was leading... uh, a major on the last day mm. and he was leading all the way up to the 17th and on the 17th so like so, the whole crowd's following him on like yeah. behind him as he takes the shots and he just lost one into a bunker behind and chips on I think he three putts yeah. lost it ended up coming seventh or something done it myself and the uh, the the commentators were like that's he's like that's what happens he'll learn from this but like yeah. I could not imagine everyone sitting there and then he, he has like a 12 footer to win it yeah. or, and then obviously fucks that and then just keeps rolling you see the crowd go yeah. oh yeah. Shit, misses back up the hill. Been there, and that yeah. Have you? you well, you, I've been there on a very, very, very low end. Yeah, so there, yeah, is, there, is, yeah. there was regional tournaments. It was me played. and Tiger. Nah. <laughs> There's regional tournaments that you'd you'd play, um, and I was I was by far not the best. Mm. You know, there was these guys that were in my position that were 40 years old, mm. and been doing it for 35 years, mm. and all they did was this, mm. um, and just one. Just I just had a couple of storming storming days playing golf um, in Manchester and uh, Caddy was great and um, yeah the third day I think I was like fourth uh, the only the only the only got the, the top 10 to come back for the third day so these are only three day tournaments you have to make the cut yeah, yeah, yeah it's the first time I ever made a cut yeah he's laughing yeah um, and I think I still I think I still got a couple of grand for it I'll have to check um, but all of a sudden I'm like on the 15th and like Hundred people just quite nowhere. Yeah, you can see the club, you can see the clubhouse. Like, and then all of a sudden, I got on the sixteenth tee or the seventeenth tee, and I can see the scoreboard. Mm. And I'm like, "Fuck me, I'm joint leader here." Absolutely shit myself. Almost missed the ball twice. Uh, the par five on the last dead funny because it took me seven shots to get there. Usually, I can do it in two mm. at a push mm. three. Uh, top the top the tee shot. There must have been about fifty people down the right. Almost took someone out. No, straight into a bunker. No, no, no. Almost missed the second. Mm. Shanked the third, and I'm literally like, my head was just in my hands, like, what the fuck? I've done, I don't know, fifty-five holes, yeah. absolutely perfect. So cool, cool as a cucumber, as my dad would say, and um, just balled it. Mm. And yeah, you do. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you learn from it. You just don't do it again. <laughs> I, and I never, I never got into that position again. He mm. and like your man missed out on like a, it's like an eight point five million person. He ended up yeah. getting three point two. And people yeah. might be like, Jesus, it's like a three point two. But you were three fucking six shots away from six yeah. more million quid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's, 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 it's so mental. Mm. Like if, if I can get back to playing, I've not played now for for two years, two three years. I think it was twenty nineteen. My back went. If I can get back to playing, I think I'll be such a different golfer because mm. of because of the, the age, the maturity. You'll cherish you know. the whole thing as well. You'll love every second of it. Honestly, mm. honestly, I am envious, and this is why I can't watch it because mm. it kills me. Mm. You know, from watching a bit of golf on TV or started watching that Netflix thing, and I'm just like, can't do it. Mm. So you know, teaching's good, um, but playing is, is where it's at. I love it. Absolutely it's, love it. It's mad, man. The whole like your whole your whole life is resolved around in the best way is revolved around like something that you love to the extent that like things that would 
take away from that like alcohol like any of those things you're like i don't need those things because my ultimate goal is to just play as much golf as i can and this might this yeah. might be something that's gonna stop that yeah exactly yeah. so the the alcohol stop was because of the injury yeah but and the inflammation all like body healing stuff all those things are factored in with alcohol it's poison like it's, do you know what i mean it's, it's mad i know obviously one of our friends is johnny mm. uh he's an insane human being he's peeled up man yeah he's he's shredded up man he's, he's, when he comes out and he's like nah, he's like nah. he's like I'm don't a little bit around. I don't want to be around him in a beach club bro he comes in he's like oh little, I need to just yeah I need to start this cut now I'm like start <laughs> start it he's chiseled start it mate you're diced oh, no. he's looking mm. at me like oh how's the cut going oh, fuck you yeah. you know how it's going um, and I was speaking to him about what my what the diet is that I'm on and you know I'm, I'm looking at and there's loads of ways you can skin the cat you know we all know that um, but the way they've got me doing it is a couple of meals a day fasting one food ingredients, you know, one one ingredient food. Whole foods, yeah. Whole foods. Where possible, yeah. Um, inflammatory foods. No processed, if you can avoid it. Absolutely nothing processed. Um, and the inflammatory foods thing, again, mm. helped me. Mm. Um, sleeping great. Sleep is a huge one as well. Like Big one. Huge. And another thing I've got completely fucks is your yeah. quality of sleep. Everything. And I've just had my MRI, res- MRI scan results um, from last week as my final kind of and everything's everything's healthy mm. um nice one. so Fuck yeah. back nerves everything around the spine lower back everything's perfect mm. so we've just now got to fix this muscle this ql muscle down the left side mm. which unfortunately as mentioned before it attaches itself to the nerves uh so that's where the pain comes why you get such severe pain why I, yeah that's why i get so severe pain but when i when you start actually looking at ql problems with golfers it's just overuse you know i've been doing it for 20 years mm. and the i had a gap of two years and then went 100 mile an hour straight away so i reckon that's what has caused it yeah, potentially potentially yeah. uh let me just check can you just check quickly is the just pull out of your seat there is the cat is there a red button still going on the the screen down there Record. yeah is it still going a little red flash on part of the screen on the lower one the lower one is it's, it says rec in red yeah yeah good uh and yeah that's not perfect uh so one of the last things i kind of one fish up, but first of all, that's fucking unreal. You're going back into your golf, man. Look, oh, mate, honestly, like getting getting the all clear, yeah. uh, getting the all clear. From, I did it. I did it. Uh, getting the all clear from the MRI scan results has lifted a huge weight off my shoulders. But that weight Fuck came yeah. off four weeks before when they actually said we don't think there's anything wrong with your spine. Mm. And that for me was it's changed me mentally. It's changed how I can move, and yeah. you know, started lifting heavy in the gym correctly. Um, Proper strength and conditioning training. Ah, man, I've been having 42s in each hand. Yeah, yeah I've got yeah. little presses. Yeah. Nice, son. That's what um, we And I've been ev- evaluating what, what I'm doing mm. properly mm. with professional advice, mm. with, you know, quite spenny, but is what it is. And like, just on the alternative, imagine you hadn't put the time into it now and you were just going around being like, well, I guess this is me. I guess my back's fucked, you know? I am the guy... From around there, yeah, I'm the guy with the bad back mm. and I'm really doing everything to change that mm. from the dieting, from the no alcohol, from, you know, all the partying stuff. And, you know, as you've seen when we last went out, you just end up rolling around with your yes, mates. Yes, you do, yeah. You do. You do. And you, you might be 30 years old and you're still rolling around with your mates. My, you dad, my dad still rolls around with us, yeah. so it's it's yeah. all good. And, like, I, I think it's important to make this clear, like, these aren't, particularly from both of us, like, neither of us are anti anti-alcohol in yourself no, like, I love like, it I lo- mate I love drinking mate I miss it so much you know what scratched the itch though mm. I did like three months with nothing and then um, I was out in the UK with one of my mates mm. and he was like what do you mean you're not drinking it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like two o'clock on a Saturday the yeah. sun's out it's like nearly summer and he went why don't you stop us here he says you, you get bored of drinking Diet Coke which is terrible for you yeah Diet yeah. Coke's terrible for you yeah. and, you get, and then you're left with fizzy water and mm. you're just like this is terrible mm. And he went, just get a zero beer. Yeah, a little brownie zero. Change the game. If you can have something, because a lot of it is just a ritual of, yeah, yeah, something something to sip on. And we've had a few nights out, us. And man, I was fucked up. Yeah, you were bladded. Yep. And when you leave, when when you're in a pub for six hours and you're drinking zero beer or, you know, whatever, um, you walk out and you're like, you feel like you've cheated life. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I just got everything I wanted and I don't get any of the repercussions, man. Exactly. And because you've not, because I've not had beer for so long. Mm. It didn't taste any different. Mm. Same when I was in Amsterdam with the missus. Like, we had a night out and I must have done about 10 zero beers in. 
Mm. Absolutely sound the next day. <laughs> Just trying to get drunk. <laughs> after the, after, if I have enough, after, will it happen? Point one percent. I kind of feel yeah. it. <laughs> he's had forty-one beers. <laughs> it's like that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, "If you have enough from you, get fucked yeah, up, don't get you? No. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. It's like it's not called beer. What? But it's no beer. It's like, but you you drink enough and you get fucked up. No, no man. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Where are the loads? <laughs> They're up my ass. <laughs> don't worry about it. Pull them out. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's different different but it's good and like i i does it yeah the one thing i just want to say is like look if you're a fucking younger or older or whatever and you like a drink and you can work it into your lifestyle and it doesn't fair play good play for yeah, you fair play but i would urge everyone to do a period of not of non-drinking whatever that is whether it's a month or three months or trying a couple of weekends off or something and just understand the difference you can feel when you're not yeah because it it does even this weekend now being able to get up and go to the gym on a Sunday and not more than that, wake up today on a Monday and be like, fuck, I'm fucking yeah, flying going. into today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so the, yes. So the last thing I kind of want to chat to you about and as you're getting back into this, a huge part of the full swing golf show mm-hmm. is the live golf situation and the, the kind of the separation now between the PGA and live. If people don't know the PGA tours, the, it's been the, the league, if you will, for professional golfers for as long as mm-hmm. golf's been around. Then Live Golf in the last year or two has come in as an alternative league based out in Saudi Arabia, I think, is the three people who invest in it, but they play in the US, everything like that. Yeah. And a number of the big players have been kind of poached out of that, it's, and now they play there. It's mental. And it, like, it's just money. The, the, the show, the, just so people understand, the, the levels, Dustin Johnson, who it was what top five player, I think yeah. he got offered $180 million for three years on the, the Live Tour. And when you play on the PGA, there's no guaranteed money. It's yeah. only what you make from yeah. the purses. Yeah. So... But just a huge part of it was talking about like some of the players, like Ian Poulter, who's a big, like one of my favorite players. Love him. And he, he was like, uh, he obviously went, he went yeah. to live and he, he kind of argued, he was like, number one, he's like a big family man as a full family. And he was like the opportunity to get guaranteed money and be able to not play as many tournaments. You know it's what I mean? No it's a no brainer. brainer yeah. It's a no brainer. And so what, what are your, what are your thoughts when this comes through? Do you think it like as a net positive, net negative for the game of golf, but also you can kind of understand it, you know? I love things that rock traditional boats. Nice, okay. Like anything that will scare the way things are supposed to be, mm. I'm all for it. Mm. You know, across any sector and mm. anything to do with something that's not traditional. Just disrupt like, disruptors in general. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, these guys have come along, fair play, they've got absolute wedge. Mm. They've got mm. so much money that they can go to Dustin Johnson and say, I'll give you 60 million a year. Just play. You could literally tee up and shoot 100 and be hungover mm. and get pissed on the course and you're still going to come away with 60 mil a year. Or take your 60 mil a year and then win four of the tournaments and make fucking 300 million, do you know? There you go. And it, uh, it, it, was, it was fucking remarkable to see how many, number one, how many people were fucked off and being like, I can understand on the PGA side that like you're taking all our stars, but also, yeah. you know, it's done, f- I'm sure it's done wonders for the game of golf in terms of one, the Netflix show, number two, the live golf just push golf into a... Yeah, younger. A, yeah, 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 younger. Yeah, that was one of the big younger. things in the show as well. Yeah. So many people are more into golf. Mm. Uh, do you watch any... Uh, any golf have you seen any other golf youtube channels like the good good have you heard of those guys no no it's like an american based like group of lads who all make content around golf but now yeah. they have their own apparel line they yeah. they're doing their own like uh tournaments on like professional like major yeah. courses and it's just blowing up the sport like it's yeah, fucking amazing it just it just i think from being seven eight nine years old at being such a tr- traditional club mm. wear these type of shoes no one play golf shirt in, no one do this mm. you know i can understand why if you weren't exactly right, you'd be threatened mm. and you'd feel I'm not getting into this sport because of that. You know, you've seen the in-betweeners where you've seen the way Simon dresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play, he looks like an absolute twat. Yeah. But you don't, we don't all look like that. Yeah. Um, but they highlighted a very traditional, terrible area of chinos, polo and a belt and mm. he looks like a bit of jar. Mm. But yeah, we don't all look like that. So it, it has made, again, taking that traditional aspect from golf and, and spruced it up a little bit but I, I love it mm. I love it I think it's fantastic Good. and it got a I, I wonder now one of the the I guess the big things that Rory, Rory kind of got pushed forward he seems to be now the, the front man for the PGA and yeah. they, he was having a lot of conversation with the PGA about how they can compete with Liv now and uh, the, the penultimate thing they came to is that they need to guarantee that the top players play more tw- I guess the issue is some of the bigger guys don't play every event yeah. and then so people aren't uh, like keen on coming to those 
So and look that's, what happens when Tiger Woods plays. Man, every man and his dog watches, mm. goes, mm. and he might not even he might he might not you might only play three rounds because mm. of his back. Do you do you remember when Tiger came on the scene? Do you were you a fan like through that whole yeah, the best the best period he, of that? Yeah, I remember him winning the four masters, four majors, mm. one after the other. Remember him when uh, that iconic scene where he does that chip and it rolls around. You see the Nike logo. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. watching that. That was unbelievable. Do you, th- um, do you think there's any chance someone else uh, like nah? No one can take over the game like that again. Nah. If you if if you understand his upbringing, his father was a marine uh, or a, an army psychologist, and the way that he trained his lad to deal with the psychology of golf mm. was like a marine at the age of like seven and mm. eight. He was telling Tiger to hit golf balls over his left shoulder hit it over my right shoulder from like 30 yards away. Mm. You know, he, it was, if you ever watch any documentary on his childhood, it was very, 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 very different. Mm. He's a machine, you know, he's an absolute animal. Do you, do you think he's taken the, the same approach to Charlie, his nah. son now? Do you think he's taken a more like fun? It seems yeah. anyway, they have such good crack when they're playing yeah. together. Yeah. He's a freak, man. Yeah. I see some uh, videos of him when they talk his about- swing is exactly compare, like his dad's in 2020, uh, 2010. His, his uh, one of the big things I noticed is, or someone, pointed out he was he was teeing the ball off and immediately after driving this gonna seem like so easy to you but he can immediately just finish his swing and just start walking where it's like his balance mm. he's so perfectly in balance he can just break his way into a stroll after that yeah, whereas yeah. like so many lads are like Backwards, heaving themselves into it like half fall yeah. over all those things yeah. and he must have just been taught like the fundamentals like these these things to think about he's grown up with it yeah. he, he would have been his life mm. you know your dad's the best golfer in the world yeah. ever yeah. You know, he, for me, he, the best he, ever do it. Like he, he, he takes over Palmer, Hogan. Mm. You know, they are unbelievable, mm. but not like this guy. Do you think, uh, like, top three sportsmen across all sports ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every just his journey when you look at like the sponsorship deals and like when he did all the women's stuff. Oh, top shagger. Man's got to eat. <laughs> so, man's got to eat. Um, big he, scandal. He was so clean. What were he, like clean cut in terms of like the image yeah. he had was that. And then yeah. like, God forbid, the guy was like. And then, you know, he went through all of that and he comes back. Comes back and wins the Masters again. I think it's in a car crash. He does his back. Yeah. Has the car crash. Yeah. Right, back some, again. in some yeah. massive ditch. Mm. Few months later, bang, wins yeah. another major. You just like this guy. When when they ask him in the the uh, the um the press conference before when he like hobbles in and they go, Tiger, do you expect to um make me or make the cut for for this? And he goes, I intend to win. I intend to win every and time. It, yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. What a guy. Yeah, I love him. Uh, okay, man. Last uh, last question I want to ask is just if you could have a a dream round of any three golfers that you play with. Yeah. Anyone in the world who would you like to go do a round? Woods. With? Yeah, obviously. Watson. Mm. Polter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All incredible in different ways. Mm. Um, and I've looked at all of them as as traditional, as cool, as passionate. Passionate. You know, Ian Poulter, he's the face of the PGA. He yeah. got kicked out of the PGA and then went got it got back in because he he'd managed to get sponsorship for his playing. You know, he's he's like the, the Ian Poulter is your standard PGA kind of goal mm. as a as a young lad. Mm. You know, you think, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Because mm. um, he'll hands down say like he's not the best. You know, but he but he, he can he can clutch it when he needs he, to. Yeah, exactly, he he's unreal. Like, he's, he's unreal. It's like my dad's. Uh, my dad has a thing. They watch the Ryder Cup. Uh, him and his mate will go down. Yeah. They'll play golf uh, during the day, and then when the Ryder Cup starts, yeah. they'll they'll watch the whole thing straight through. Yeah. And even just watching that, I don't. I didn't really watch any golf before that. But the Ryder Cup, something about that. Is just this, yeah, man. It's he, fucking great. He is the radical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is. He the chipped. Radical. He chipped one in. I remember, yeah. and then like ran out of the bunker. Yeah, he's like, yeah he's a geezer. Yeah, so man. yeah, so obviously Paul uh, Watson, just because it's so untraditional, mm. <laughs> everything that every coach goes against, he has found a way. Mm. Uh, kind of similar to DeChambeau. Mm. Again, any any book, the scientist. Yeah, yeah. Any book you like, well, that's wrong. Mm. Um, so again, it kind of, as a professional and as a, you know, you do your degree and your qualification, you kind of look at it and think it's more than one way. Mm. Um, and then obviously Woods being the one. Mm. Yeah. What about you? Fuck man. Mine would be so different because I'm bollocks. I'd want Shane Lowry out there with yeah. me because he's <laughs> fucking big Shane. I was big piss <laughs> Oh fuck! Let me think about this more. Yeah, Pulse has got to be in there, and then maybe like Sergio Garcia or something. One yeah. of these guys, or uh, do you remember Imanes? Imanes, yeah, 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 yeah. big old Cuban. I just vape beside him. We yeah. go from that. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, man. Golf's golf's gotten so much bigger. I can see when you're younger, you're like, well, golf's boring. Shit, you're like, I want to yeah. play football. And the more and more you play, you're like, wait, no, everyone out here is just out with their mates playing golf. Yeah, yeah and the sp- when the you crack, man. 
the, I miss it so much. Yeah. The laugh. Like, and when you can get around, it yeah. just get around. Just yeah. be able to drive off the tee and be like, yeah. fuck, I think this may go straight. Yeah. Changes your whole buzz because most of my golfing career has just been like, like yeah, I think I found it. It's dropping one in the, <laughs> the bush over there. Yeah. Out, down the pants. Uh, yeah, it's probably, <laughs> Where Hole the in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> How would you get in the fairway? You didn't even tee off. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, man. Thank you so much for chatting to me. No we worries. didn't even get it. We just got into golf, man. That's but cool, uh, man. Fucking, it was great. I had yeah. so much to chat about. So um, yeah, man. Plug your fucking golf podcast. Yeah, plug, plug the shit out of it, lads. Go, go give it a watch. Yeah. It's probably much more in depth than we've gone into here. But like, yeah, I'll, no I'll, put, I'll send you. Ooh, I'll send you the link. Do do. We'll oh, pop yeah. it up and I'll put the link in the description box. Everything like that. Dan, thank you for your Sounds time. Sounds good. Thank Appreciate you very much, it, brother. Cheers, mate.